Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, August 26, 2019. I am Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, welcome back from uh, the woods. How was Maine? It was very exciting. I ate my weight in lobster and oysters and had no cell service for a week. So That's not the worst thing in the world. It really wasn't. I mean, hence al- hence al- why al- I was MIA. Although, unexpectedly. You, posted, you posted quite a bit on the Insta, so it's not like you had I, no cell service. Yeah, it was usually when I was not at the Airbnb that I was staying at. Okay. All right. did, you, did you have a mighty fine clam bake or anything? Oh, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, good. I'm not much of a, I'm not much of a seafood digesting. person. I know, but, as we've discussed, so. you and your uh, disdain for escargot yeah. at Joe yeah. Allen. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not not at Joe Allen. It's just yeah. anywhere specifically eating, at Joe Allen. I'm not eating snails, but uh, anyway, it's pretty pretty rude. So, Ashley, the news was kept qu- kind of quiet while you were gone. Obviously, for you know, Good. out of respect for you being out of town. Yes, but uh, we do you. have some thank stuff you. to get into uh, this week. Um, we've got a couple bits of casting news that we learned on Friday. First off, on the Broadway, we have a new set of principals rotating into the Phantom of the Opera. That group will include Megan Picurno as Christine Daae. Megan will join the Broadway company straight from the national tour of the show. And although it, it, that, that sounds like, oh, that's an easy transition, you know, that's pretty, pretty standard. Keep in mind, it's a kind of a slightly different challenge than for most shows, because as the tour and the Broadway production of Phantom of the Opera are essentially two different productions. Right, the script yeah. and the score is the same, but the sets, the costumes, Very and the different. staging are all completely different. Now, interestingly, this won't be a completely unique challenge for her, as Megan had played Christine Daae before joining the tour of Phantom, but in the national tour... Of Love Never Dies. So, Ashley, I guess there might be a few other women who have played Christine in three completely different mm. shows slash stagings, like Sierra Bogus did yeah, it in yeah. Phantom, uh, both in Las Vegas and on Broadway, which, while they are essentially the same stagings, Vegas was a cut version of the show and right, much you know fancier, lots more pyro. Yeah. And then she played Christine in Paint Never Dries in London. Um <laughs> I would I would imagine there's you know there's probably some others out there you know especially in Europe um yeah. and and Sierra almost did it a fourth time doing it in French in Paris before the opera house right. uh, burnt down but about that. that's still a fairly rare feat and kind of an interesting thing so congratulations yeah. to Megan I saw her in Love Never Dies and she was very good. It's love never dies. So whatever. Um, but I, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> she did, she did the best of what she could do with the exactly. Material. And actually, you know, I I think I said this when I saw it because this was during my today on Broadway time. The physical production of Love Never Dies was fantastic. It's just yeah, fanish <laughs> stuff is not my yeah. not my jam. But anyway, um, yeah. also joining the company um, will be John Riddle, recently of Frozen on Broadway as Raul and Bradley Dean, fresh off of uh, Bat Out of Hell. Uh, who's actually currently doing it right now. He will be coming in as Monsor, Monsor Andre. Uh, both men will join on September 11th, and Picerno will begin her Broadway debut on October 14th. Now, with Riddle having originated the role of Hans in Frozen on Broadway, let's transition to the casting for the North American tour of that show. That tour will again launch in November. 
we already knew that Caroline Bowman and Caroline Innerbickler would be playing the sisters Elsa and Anna respectively, but on Friday, we learned that joining them will be Bowman's real-life husband, who will now have to try and kill her eight times a week, Austin <laughs> Colby as Hans, F. Michael Haney will play Olaf, Mason Reeves will play Kristoff, and Jeremy Morse will play the Duke of Wesselton. The show's ensemble will be announced at a later date, but that is not the only Frozen news we will have here today, Ashley, but we'll get to that other stuff later. But, Ashley, you and I don't perform except at dinner. Hey. But, hey, there you <laughs> go. Um, but what do you think about couples going on tour mm. with their significant other? I've talked with like three different people on Tell Me More who have gone on tour with their partner. And in mm. fact, I talked with a couple together who were on tour at the time. But do you think that it is cute and a sweet way to see the country together? Or do you think it is way too much couple time? I mean, if it works for you, then do it. I know, you know, if I I've, traveled with both friends and significant others including to maine and if you travel well together then hey like you do what makes you happy i guess i as you know a non-performer would want to see as much as i could on my own but if if that's your cup of tea then go for it yeah i mean i think it's one thing when it's a it's a, a week's vacation to go do it alone mm-hmm. but yeah. going out of town for a year is a little different um when you are uh, married or in a long dis- or long term relationship, so. I would just be exhausted from performing all the time. It's like, yeah, but then it's nice know. to have somebody you know to commiserate with. Well, I guess. <laughs> well, especially especially <laughs> when your significant other strokes, I guess. Yeah, especially when your significant other is trying to kill you on stage. Yeah, night, see, I whatever. guess that makes for a fun. A yeah. fun trip. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. So let's move on to this week's theatrical schedule. Ashley, there ain't much there. Um, as we talked about last week, because we are getting close to the Labor Day holiday, there's not a lot much going on. But starting on Tuesday, August 27th, we will have the off-Broadway premiere of American Moore, a play performed and written by Keith Hamilton Cobb, former uh, All My Children star who... Man, I used to remember when he had super long dreads. Now he's getting close to having as much hair as I do. But anyway, that will be playing at the Cherry Lane Theater from August 27th through October 5th. In this show, it deals with a black actor going into audition for uh, Othello and only to have a white director presuming to better understand Shakespeare's iconic black character for him. Uh, I think this this show has done a lot of performances around the country, including in Boston. Um, So I'm very excited for it to have a New York premiere. And it sounds like something that we need Mm -hmm. to to see, assuming it's done well, which I'm I'm sure it is. But um, very cool. It sounds like a documentary. Well, it sounds it sounds like (laughs) the uh, the the more real life version of Venus and fur, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. like that's what casting's really like rather than yep. the super sexual, you know, tango that uh, is Venus and fur. But yeah. um, anyway, so we've got that. And then on Saturday, August 31st, we will have the first performance of public works, musical adaptation of Disney's Hercules. Um, this is going to be obviously be happening at the Delacorte theater. Uh, in Central Park, it'll be running just from August 31st through September 18th. I have entered the ticket lottery, so hopefully yep. I will find out on the 28th. 
not holding my breath. Um, <laughs> but I think this is worth a trip up to uh, New York for a couple of days if I do win. Uh, but of course, the music is by Alan Menken. Lyrics by David Zippel. The new book is by Christopher Diaz. Mm-hmm. It is directed by Lear de Bessonet and choreographed by Chase Brock. Starring in the show will be Jelani Aladdin as Hercules, Roger Bart as Hades, Jeff Hiller as Panic, James Monroe Eigelhart as Phil, Ramona Keller as Thalia, Tamika Lawrence as Calliope? Yes, that's correct. Um, Krista Rodriguez as Meg. Rima Webb as another one of the fates who I'm not even going to uh, attempt to pronounce her name. And then 200 plus New Yorkers from various uh, arts organizations from across all five boroughs. And I did not know this until just uh, tonight, Ashley. Mm. It'll feature a special performance by Broadway Inspirational Voices, which I oh, did not realize. Oh, I did realize. not know that either. Tony, Tony winning uh, Broadway yes, Inspirational Voices. Absolutely. So uh, very excited about that. I, um, there was an article in the New York Times, which I'm going to talk about here in a uh, in a little bit. But it's very exciting. Actually, I'm, I'm super pumped to hear what everybody has to say about this show once it starts performances. Oh, absolutely. And I, too, have entered you know the full tick- ticket lottery that they have where you can enter it for every day so fingers crossed yep absolutely all right so that's fun that's exciting Mm -hmm. now let's move on to something that is not fun or exciting um because we had a pair of controversies that were swirling especially towards the end of last week ashley you might not have even heard about these but the first one i don't want to spend a ton of time on because i have a feeling that the vast majority of listeners are very familiar with it already and that is that last week, Good Morning America co-host and the host of uh, Flea Market Flip, by the way, um, Laura Spencer, made a jab at male dancers when discussing Prince George, the six-year-old son of Prince William, uh, including ballet in his curriculum for school this fall. She said, quote, Prince William said, Prince George absolutely loves ballet. I have news for you, Prince William. We'll see how long that lasts. It was obviously an off-the-cuff joke, and she and others laughed about it. And honestly, I don't think that in her mind she meant anything offensive by it. And a decade ago, no one would have batted an eye about it. But eyes were most certainly batted as artists of all sorts, but especially from the musical theater and dance worlds, took to social media to express their displeasure with what they called Spencer's comments promoting outdated gender stereotypes and toxic masculinity. We will have a link to a ton of theater performers' responses in the show notes if you want to check those out. Spencer gave a half-assed apology on Instagram on Friday, which only exacerbated the problem, but on today's episode of GMA, she will apparently be apologizing on air. We'll see how that goes, Ashley. Yeah, I, I I did hear about this when I was out. I just had to kind of roll my eyes about what, about it because, you know, shouldn't we be past this as a culture by now? Apparently not. But it's you know, ta- toxic masculinity and gay panic and everything else that always comes when men want to do dance. I, I was most excited to see Cheetah Rivera's comments on Twitter about it and Audrey McDonald retweeting her and being like, when Cheetah comes for you, (laughs) you know there's going to be a problem. Yeah, you don't don't want to piss Cheetah off. Uh, That's definitely one that you don't want to uh, upset. But uh, also, Debbie Allen had a really nice one uh, as well. Anyway, okay, so let's talk about this other controversy. So apparently the forthcoming UK premiere of Falsettos, which actually starts performances this week, has been met with criticism by a group of Jewish actors and theater makers who spoke out over a lack of Jewish representation in the show's casting. A group of 28 artists sent a letter to the show's producers saying in part, quote, 
Does being Jewish constitute a minority? Statistically, yes. After all, only 0.5% of the UK population is Jewish. So why doesn't it seem as if Jews are being treated as a protected minority within the industry? Why does it feel as if Jewish artists aren't being sufficiently represented on and off stage? Why does it seem as if stereotyping still prevails and Jewish stories are being erased? On Friday, the producers responded in a letter of their own, writing, quote, with regards to our cast, like all employers in the UK, we are required to run recruitment processes that are free from bias or discrimination with regards to religion, race, gender, age, or any other protect protected characteristics. We do not ask any of our prospective cast members about any of the aforementioned characteristics and do not think it would be appropriate to do so. Both William and James, that's uh, the writers William Finn and James Lapine, have had direct input in all aspects of the production, including the extensive casting process, and we could could not be more proud of the unbelievably talented ensemble cast we have put together for the UK premiere of Falsettos. Now, actually, I don't, I admit, I don't know a ton about the, um, the anti-Semitism and, and racial issues in the UK. I also being a non-Jew, like I don't necessarily always understand all of the issues around anti-Semitism and, and Jewish representation. I certainly don't understand all the complexities of the discussions about uh, Israel and Palestine. So I'm not going to put myself in there as an expert on any of those things. But I do think that this brings up a really important issue and a really important question that you and I haven't talked about before, even though we've kind of talked about things around it. When it comes to casting racially diverse performers, that's a pretty easy distinction to see because it is in front of your face in most cases, not always, but sure. in a lot of cases. But in in most situations, sexual orientation, gender identity, ethnic and religious background is not always obvious. Maybe obviously sometimes performers are outspoken about it and you know, um, mm. but in cases when you don't in the US and the UK, it is generally illegal to ask for obvious reasons. Usually those reasons are because they want, you know, the government wants to make sure that you aren't asking those questions to eliminate people from right. consideration. So I think that we all agree, and the producers of Falsettos at least mentioned this in their letter, that diversity in casting is important. But this is one of those hard situations that can either legitimately become a roadblock to doing that with these laws or everything. These can become legitimate road roadblocks to trying to increase your diversity and representation. Or it can be something that producers are able to hide behind when they don't end up considering, you know, representation either by mm -hmm. choice or circumstance. So I don't know that there's a great answer for that. I, again, I'm not very smart, but I, I just see like, this is one of those things where legitimate, I think there's probably ways to get around things like this, but I don't know that we want to encourage people to get around these types of laws, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's a multifaceted issue. And as you said, we've kind of talked about it before. We've talked about it in regards to sexual orientation and gender, gender identity. Yes, absolutely. And we've talked about The Little Mermaid and who they should be casting for that and the role of Ursula. I think when you start looking at shows where identity becomes such a large part of the show's plot and even a character in the show as it is in falsettos like i don't want to see non-jewish people singing for jews in a room bitching it just starts bordering or the baseball game for that matter it, i think it just you get to the point where you could very easily border on either mocking or parody in all the wrong ways, caricature. So I think especially for falsettos, it's very just to be calling out 
uh, lack of Jewish identity in their cast. I mean, how do you remedy that when it's literally against the law to ask somebody what their religion no, is? No, I know. In, a, in an employment situation. I, I don't know what the answer to that is. Um, and I think we are both in a lot of our conversations said that we want to mm-hmm. see this stuff happen, but it really does. I, I don't know what the answer is uh, to this, but uh, it's something to mm-hmm. keep an eye on. I, I don't know that. Either of the, I don't, like I said, I don't know the situation super well. I don't know that the producers did anything necessarily wrong, but it does raise some eyebrows um, when it is this obvious. Although, if it's, if there's only 0.5% um, of the UK population that's Jewish, you wonder how many people actually came in. I, I have no idea. So, for the audition. But anyway, so, so way over our pay grade ashley so uh, i one thing that is in my pay grade is some recommendations i want to talk about two things first the new york times had a, an article a behind the scenes look by nancy coleman into hercules from public works just fantastic I, I i love public works we've talked about it a lot and they did say that this show has no plans for broadway yet so not saying it's going to come this fall or in the spring, but, uh, you know, maybe, uh, yeah. Um, so we'll see. Uh, but also something else I wanted to recommend that, man, we see so much crap on social media, but this is the stuff that you just got to love. Uh, apparently on Friday, Jason Robert Brown, as is his want, got into conversations with folks, uh, on the social media and he answered people's burning questions about mm. the last five years, including Wayne the Snake, Kathy's Summer in Ohio, her audition song. It all mm. seems to have started um, when someone named Lyndon asked, quote, to speaking of, of Jamie, this man dated the Handelman twins. I want to know, did he date them at the same time? Did he break <laughs> up with one, then date the other? At Mr. Jason R. Brown, can you answer? To which JRB responded, quote, Jamie went on three dates with Shira Handelman in high school, but she broke up with him to go out with a pro hockey player. Then he had classes with Rebecca at Columbia, and they went out twice before she broke up with him to move in with her women's studies professor. Uh, uh, It's great. I mean, there's a long I mean, he did probably a dozen or so of these Q&As. it's very funny. Uh, so g- take a look at that. And uh, if you can withstand all of JRB's retweets of people talking about how great his stuff is, he's really good. <laughs> I mean, if I wrote like Jason Robert Brown and got as many compliments, I would be retweeting everything possible. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the uh, the <laughs> I'm not a big fan of when people uh, retweet mm. their compliments. But uh, anyway, especially like once in a while is OK. Because you want to try to promote things. But, like, everyone... Same thing on Instagram. Like, anytime someone tags you in a story, you do not have to restory it or whatever it's called. I'm just throwing out those rules. But, anyway. Okay, Ashley. This show's getting long, so let's just (laughs) run through some news that came from the left coast over the weekend at Disney's D23 convention. This is a convention that they hold every two years for Disney super fans, and they run through everything that Disney is doing from the parks to TV to films to musicals and everything in between. It was huge. I, of course, was paying attention to the three or four new Disney Plus series that Marvel announced, but that's neither here nor there, so I want to talk about a few things. First up, we have a trailer 
for the new high school musical, the musical, the series, which is coming to Disney Plus. I did not mm-hmm. know that this is what this is. I just assumed that this was going to be a continuation of high, the high school musical um, trilogy, I think, I think three. So. Um, that is not what this is. What this is from writer Tim Federley, Broadway nice. performer and writer. Um, it basically, it stars Kate Reinders, who is, of course, a Broadway favorite. She is a high school theater teacher at the high school where high school musical was filmed. She finds out that they have not ever done high school musical there. So she decides that they are going to put this on. So this is a mockumentary style thing of looking at how the high school where the movie was filmed does the musical. So high school musical, the musical, <laughs> the series uh, sounds brilliant. I, I think that this is hilarious. Um, uh, we also got footage from a, another series called Encore, which had a pilot on ABC a few years ago. And James and I talked about it, I think. Um, it didn't really make a dent. No one paid attention to it. But it will premiere on Disney Plus in November. Anyway, this is where Kristen Bell reunites high school theater casts, sometimes a decade or two since, for them to recreate their performances with the help of some of Broadway's best. Always looks fun. Gotta love uh, Kristen Bell and anything yeah. she does. Always Spe- a fan. Yep. Speaking of Frozen, gotta get her back on Broadway. It's been a long time since she's been on yes. Broadway. But um, anyway, so I mentioned we'd have some more Frozen news. We got some casting voice news for Frozen 2. Evan Rachel Wood will be voicing Queen Iduna, I think is how you pronounce that. That is Anna and Elsa's mother. I don't know if that's a flashback or maybe she returns from the, the long trip that they made at the beginning of of Frozen. Uh, and then Sterling K. Brown will play a new character named Lieutenant Matthias. Uh, and then some really exciting stuff. We got info on a new Pixar film called Soul, which will come out on June 19th of 2020. And it will feature the voices of Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, Felicia Rashad, Questlove, and David Diggs. It will have music by Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails. No, really. Um, mm-hmm. Along with his longtime collaborator, Atticus Ross. They have won grammys together and and stuff for like the the girl in the dragon tattoo and all this stuff so they're social they're legitimate network too, social think, network yeah. yep um yep i uh, won an oscar uh as mm-hmm. well for that so um so they're like legit and then uh john baptiste from uh, stay human is going to be doing jazz music for it as well so um really exciting stuff there there's a ton of d23 stuff norm lewis performed uh heidi blickenstaff performed there's a ton of stuff out there so if you want to search it gavin lee and all this stuff so um, in fact, while we're recording, there is something, uh, tar the making of Tarzan retrospective. So there'll probably be some footage of that. Maybe Phil Collins shows up. But um, so, yeah, <laughs> D23 is always fun. Um, tons of news out there if you want to find it. And all kinds of Broadway people. Yep, always Broadway folks. So, all right, that's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. All right, um, we're going to have an exciting week here. Hopefully things happen mm. as we lead up to uh, uh, Labor Day. And, yes. you know, I've been waiting for things to happen or a thing to happen for weeks. You've been waiting. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm not an obsessive, but, uh, you know, wow. so maybe maybe we'll have some, some exciting stuff happening this week. I am obsessive. Yeah. All right. So have a great Monday, everybody, and we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Hang on. The Mr. Softy truck is right outside my window. He's trying to, sh- he's trying to shut me down. I know. I guess so. In the Heights reference. Uh, I know. I know. And Mr. Softy tried to shut me down. <laughs>